Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. State of Montana on that very day. So now that seems like it would have a whole new set of implications. And what are those about? So we're going to go through all that kind of stuff, football hoops, everything uh, with uh, with Kent Haslam. Look forward to talking with him at the top of the hour. And yes, it is still a Wednesday, boys and girls. And yes, we are still here for you. Giving away wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern, the best wings in the city of Missoula, according to you, the voting public. They're still there putting them together for you each and every day. We will give you uh, a, uh, a chance to go ahead and uh, go down there for some wings with some trivia questions, both in this hour and in the next hour. So there you go. That is our show today. I uh, hope you are excited about it. Coulter, hi. How are you over there, my man? I'm doing very good. How are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. Very nice shirt today. Thank you. I, I, mean, I managed to spill on it two seconds after putting it on, but that's just how I roll. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty standard, pretty standard. But that is a great looking piece of uh, whatever material, raiment, the whole thing that you got going on there. Well, thank good. you very much, uh, Coulter. Let's talk about this match, okay? Because you and I are big, you know, fans of golf. And by the way, here in this segment too, we're going to give you the in, the details, the details now on the stay and play package that we're giving away to you to go to the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort Hotel and Resort to uh, stay overnight and then play uh, also a round of golf on the fabulous Coeur d'Alene uh, Golf Resort golf course uh, over there. So we're going to be giving that away here over the next couple of weeks coming out of Memorial Day weekend. We'll tell you how we're going to be doing that here but we got a bunch of local stuff so we thought we'd start with a little national tidbit here a little national kind of conversation now the match was a pretty epic head-to-head battle between tiger woods and phil mickelson two years ago 2018 this took place now the rivalry between tiger and phil is obviously well documented the uh, person who has come out on top of that rivalry over the course of their career is not in question that is tiger woods but we know that tiger woods is is the is the ultimate competitor when it comes to golf and phil mickelson a major competitor in his own right but also a bit of a gambling man i think you might say and so if you go ahead and put nine million big ones on the table and say you two 18 holes for the whole kit and caboodle it's going to be uh an interesting round of golf to say the least and it's it was it, i thought it was a really how can i say fun but intense and uh, Phil Mickelson, let's put it like this. I think he took great, great joy in beating Tiger Woods on like the third playoff hole or whatever it was. And uh, I would imagine that Tiger Woods, while he is probably sleeping okay at night still with his 15 you know, major championships and all that, uh, that's one that, that probably bothers him a little bit. And Phil Mickelson made no uh, uh, 
you know, didn't come up short when talking a little smack, given the one thing that he has on, on, on Tiger when it comes to what happened on the golf course. This time around, though, this is going to be different. They're bringing in Peyton Manning and Tom Brady as pairs to pair up with the foursome. They're Do we all- know these guys' handicaps? According to what Tom Brady was saying, his scores, he was high. High. Well, I can't imagine they could be... I mean, they might be good at golf by... Natural. Like layman's our standards or whatever, yeah, but yeah. I cannot imagine these... I mean, maybe now that, the, that Peyton Manning's retired, well, I think, but Tom Brady's still playing. You, know, you have to play golf all the time. It doesn't matter how great of an athlete you are. You have to play golf all the time to be good at golf. There's I don't no know, way man. that... Steph Curry, he's like scratch. Tony Rowan was scratch. Yeah, I think Steph playing. Curry plays a lot more than you think, though. Well, he does play a lot, but I'm saying he's still a professional athlete. He's still right. out there keeping a low handy. Yeah, I mean, Steph Curry also has among, if not the greatest hand-eye coordination in the history of sports. He is annoying. Yes, <laughs> that is a fact. I mean, I so, think you probably put their own football 70 yards, too. Tom Tom Brady said on the like lead-up to this thing that he had played this course that they're playing uh, uh, in. It's the the medalist golf club in Hobe. Is it Hobe or Hobie? I don't know. Florida. I don't know. Uh, Hobie Sound, Florida, uh, twice. Or he, he played it once, I guess. The one time he played it, he shot a, over 100. So, I mean, you know, we could call him an average golfer, okay? Maybe at best. And then Peyton Manning uh, is a little bit better than that. Peyton Manning, by the way, is uh, uh, paired with Tiger Woods. And Tom Brady will be paired with Phil Mickelson. They also are playing for charity. $10 million going to uh, charity uh, for uh, uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 relief medical supplies, et cetera. I don't know all the specifics of what the money will go toward, but that's what it's going to be. To my knowledge, there is no actual dollar figure that will be for the players involved here. And again, not that, quote-unquote, anybody of this foursome would need it, but also it sort of incentivizes the play to some extent, it seems to me. I would think there has to be something on the line beyond bragging rights, or maybe that's the point, is just to have the bragging rights of this thing. There's a couple things, though, that I'm interested in on this. By the way, this is taking place on Sunday, okay? And it's going to be... It is like... This is like the March Madness tournament. This is going to be on TNT, TBS, True TV, and HLN. I mean, they got all right, the everything. Turner networks that are going to be doing this thing. Starts at uh, 1 o'clock Mountain Standard Time on Sunday afternoon. There's two different formats that they're going to play. The one is a, uh, the first nine is a four-ball format, which is your typical match play deal where the, the, you're, you got two, two guys are on a team, and whoever scores the best on that hole, that's the score that counts for your team. They are giving... Phil, excuse me, Tom and and Peyton, three, uh, you know, handicap strokes, one on a par three, one on a par four, and one on a par five that'll be predetermined. So when you get to that hole, they'll be starting with a with a stroke in the bag, so to speak, to get there. Right. But on the front nine, this feels very much like it's just Phil versus Tiger, right? Like, show me the hole where either of the two quarterbacks are going to be either of the two professional golfers. Not just professional golfers, two of the greatest golfers of all time. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, right. All of that. Like, when is when is Peyton Manning going to best Tiger Woods in any scenario? Never. I mean, unless but that's the thing. This Tiger goes be, OB somehow, hits one in the water. It's gonna be, this is going to be a phenomenal... Uh, I think that there's a lot of people out there that play a lot of golf that think that they're really good at golf. And they might be really good at golf by the... You know, everyday municipal. You, you're speaking about yourself. I, I don't think I'm good at golf. Yes, I am do. fully aware. Yeah, uh, great confidence. Well, that's true, but that's only when I'm talking about playing against with you hacks. I'm just, I'm a gambler. I like, I'm Michael Jordan. I need to, yeah. not in skill, <laughs> not not in skill, in obsession with taking your money. It's never happened. I know that's actually true. I haven't very. I haven't. I've taken most of my winnings off of you in other forms, not mm-hmm. golf. In fact. Uh, we'll, we'll rectify that. Looking at the... I'm reading this is on uh, Golf Digest. Okay. Peyton Manning has... He has a USGA handicap, and he's entered 20 scores since last May. So he's played 20 times, which is which is pretty good. That's uh, Since last May. So last in May, year. in a year. Yeah, 20, okay. 20 rounds in a year. So, you're, I mean, you're saying he probably plays you know, every weekend in the summer. Every uh, Well, yeah, or if he lives someplace where it's summer, he's just playing every other week. Right. Pretty good. Uh, during that time, he... His lowest score was a 78. His highest score is an 88. 
most of his scores were in the mid 80s, like 84, 85, okay. 86. That's good. That's he's good, good golf. He's good. Yeah. yeah. So he's his handicap USGA is is twelve point seven. Okay. Pretty good. Tom Brady's card indicates that he's only played three rounds since 2014. <laughs> he went 85, 95, 106. 106 is at the course they're going to be playing at. Mm, ouch. His lowest round of his life was 82. It's good. Okay. He shot a 40 on nine last May, but he only has one round on the card period since last May. Okay. Not going to go so good for Tom. But what I'm saying, though, is that you, me, anybody who plays a lot of golf, every once in a while you do hit a shot. You hit, hit it a couple feet from the pin. You almost hole one out. You do hole one out. You make a long putt, whatever. When it comes down to this sorts of match play, like Tiger and Phil can put it within five feet of the cup a million times in a row. There's no <laughs> way that Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are ever going to be able to just get lucky. Even you, you, conventional wisdom would say that once once in a while, one of them would get lucky. I don't even think that's possible. I really think that if they're hitting first, if the two quarterbacks go first, Tiger or Phil will put it inside wherever those guys hit it, period, 100% of the time. Don't you think? I mean, uh, barring, like you said, I mean, a, an act of just great luck. I mean, he, Peyton Manning could put it to five feet on a 130-yard sure. pitching wedge somewhere along the line and, you know be there. The other thing that I think is worth noting is I believe they're going to be playing different tee boxes. I believe mm. the professionals will be the championship yeah, tees yeah, yeah, and the yeah. amateurs will be on whichever tee whatever it is. Sure. Uh, that is obviously a significant advantage uh, can be uh, the, depending on the whole. The back nine though is where the action is because they're playing right. an alternate shot format there. Right, And the fact that they're one in the, that they they get a stroke on three holes. I imagine they'll probably save all three of the handicaps where they get a stroke on three holes. Well, I think they're predetermined. Oh, they are. Yeah, so they're going to. Okay, be well, on either way, there hole. is a chance where then that they do take their shot because if Tiger hits his third shot on a par five, ten feet, and Phil hits or and and Tom hits his what would be his second shot on a par five within twenty feet. Right. Tiger's closer, but you're going to make a run at the eagle play. Well, the thing is, is that on yeah on the back, if that's if that's the case that's going on, but I think the alternate shot is just that where there's no there's no deciding. I think after the drive, you the other person just hits the shot, and then you just go back and forth. So Whoa. you know, right. so if if you take Peyton's drive because he got a plus a hundred off the tee box. Right now, Tiger hits the second shot, and now it's up to Peyton. Wherever that ends up, this is your shot. That's, you got to go make it. That's gonna be the other fascinating thing. Is I guess maybe maybe in a pro am or some sort of celebrity golf tournament. But have we ever really seen on television guys duffing it? Yes, Tiger Woods three wood straight duff when his back was bad. Yeah. Okay. Saw it once. Once. Yeah. But. Uh, even if you are shooting the 80s, just you're shanking it. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, Absolutely. we both shoot in the 80s, and there's 20 shots where this is horrific. Well, I, I just can't I can't wait to see the the humility that Tom Brady specifically has to endure in this. That's right. He will hit a, just a an unbelievably embarrassing shot, and he's never done that sort of thing on television. I can't imagine what it's going to look like. It's going to be so funny. It's 2 Tell Nuwana's 1029 ESPN Radio. I think it's a great point, and I actually, I mean... Look, I mean, you're a bunch of rich Hall of Fame professional athletes, okay? So I'm not going to get too far over my skis on being, you know, congratulatory on this thing. But you're doing a, a good thing for a good cause, for bringing some entertainment to some people, getting some money together for for, for a good thing. And so, you know, on a, on a everybody, you know, tip of the cap. Okay, great. Nobody wants any nobody at all no even you know you or i don't want to get up there and make ourselves look silly when we are all and only the thing that's on national television four different channels they're not even another sport going on and amplify that by some exponent when you're talking about the golden boy tom brady and the hall of famer of course you know peyton manning the last thing you want to do is get up there and do it now peyton manning has this sort of self-deprivation sort of humor right. thing going on where it feels like he can play some of this stuff off with a little bit of a joke and a wink and a nod. When Tom Brady goes up there and straight dribbles it 42 feet into the into right. the weeds, you know, 
He, that's, that is a pride-swallowing act that you do, regardless of if anybody's watching. Say nothing when you are paired with Phil Mickelson going against Tiger Woods, and that's the shot that you've just hit. It is, it is you know. And so I, I think yeah. that there is something to be said for being willing to get out there and take those hacks. How about the personality meshing of this whole thing, too? I think yes. that Peyton Manning is a beloved character. I love Peyton Manning. I don't like Peyton Manning's shtick. I think that it's really annoying. I always have. I humbug. I love it. But he is by far the most normal of these people. Phil seems like he's okay. Pretty pretty steady. Tiger is a bizarro weirdo. He has been since forever. Absolutely. He's he's never been able to actually connect. He's like a robot. He can't connect with other people. Yes. And Tom Brady might just be, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's the not really many words I can use on the radio for the way I think Tom Brady might Here, here's the really thing. be. I'm interested in about. I feel like to some extent We've seen enough of those three guys, the two golfers and Peyton, right. to have a something of an opinion and a history of what they, quote-unquote, are like. All I've ever heard of Tom Brady is re- in relation, basically, to football. Right. Like, you see him in the press conferences. You see him do a couple of interviews here and there. and what, But it's all about football. And it's or, all, that, or he's in still photos that are in still, magazines. Yeah, yeah he's, he's at the Met and, Gala with Giselle. Right, sure. right. But, but you don't... You don't get to hear him interact or anything like that. It's just a model. I have no idea what, quote-unquote, Tom Brady is like. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe maybe he's the... the, So so question... question Weird avocado-eating guy. I don't know. Question question for you. Yeah. It's because it's a good point. But I think that, by and large, Peyton Manning, regardless if the shtick is what it is or not, America knows him, and I think that he'll be able to live up to... uh, the persona that he's created that the American public already know. Definitely, yes. Are, pe- are people going to be disappointed in Tom Brady? At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. No. I mean, you know what I think already? Think about how funny some of the guests or some of the pairings if it weren't. I get that. I mean, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are obviously all-time greats. Think about some of the athletes, though, you could pair. Like think about some of the golfers. You, first of all, you could start with because it's not as if Tiger and Phil are dripping with personality. Although they, they are dripping with epic entertainment because they're so great at and, golf. And, and the entertainment value is is tenfold together because we right. know of this not so subtle distaste for one another. Sure. Yeah. Here's here's what I think. I, I think uh, about uh, if I may be so bold about people's orientation to Tom is the same thing as people's orientation to politics. Whatever you think about the thing, that will be affirmed to you based on what you see on Sunday. Like, if you love Tom Brady, when he goes out there, however he is, you're going to be great and wonderful. Love this guy. If you can't stand Tom Brady, you're going to be, what a pathetic loser. I can't stand this guy. Like that. So just and like it's going to be a reflection of yourself, so not just, about this guy. So That's just, what I think. Just like everything in America? That's what I just whatever said. Your, yes. Whatever your intrinsic what, bias is entering the situation, all it does is affirm what you already believe. You just, you just get to hear that all back to yourself. That's what I think. But here's the other thing that I want to say about this. This is what... Now, I really realize when we start talking golf you and i like to golf okay we enjoy we watch you know PGA i've actually reached a level and, and i've actually reached a level where i uh you're obsessed i'm obsessed with yeah, it you're yeah. obsessed. and and it's, it's a, it's it a actually sport, is weird. it's a sport that can do that to you they can get its claws in you and 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 not let go and that's part of the, the the beauty of the game i understand there's a lot of people listening to this who could give a rip about golf and think that this is dumb and don't want like it's boring and all that and so i understand that here though is why i'm going to give you a couple <laughs> reasons why this particular event this weekend is also going to be worth it first of all it's the only one 
Oh, okay. yeah. So you can start I mean, there. if you're sitting there watching these cornhole tournaments, which, by the way, these guys are <laughs> ridiculous. But if that's the level that we are stooping to, then great. I think that anybody would be entertained. If you don't like golf, if you think you wouldn't like this, I would suggest watching this yeah. because I guarantee you you'll like golf more after watching this. The other thing that I think is going to be great is this. So Brian Anderson is going to host this thing. Okay, that's fine. Justin Thomas, world number four, is going to Your be boy. on the course doing the golf analysis from the, the, the walking position mm. with the microphone, whether he's going to interact with the players, which I guess I'm betting that he will. That's going to be fun. Amanda Balionis, who is great, she's the standard, uh, uh, you know, in terms of a, a reporter for the PGA Tour, does a bunch of golf events for Turner. But here is the winner right here. You know who's doing color commentary for this? Chuck. Charles Barkley wow. is going to be sitting in the booth. Now, Charles Barkley has, it, I could say this as just a gross lifetime amateur, the worst swing I've ever seen. Ever. I mean, it is. It as, is horrific. As they say, it looks like an octopus falling out of a tree. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is. It's hitching and stopping and twi- it's, it's just. mind-boggling. It's not even possible he can make contact with a golf ball with the swing that he's got. And he so, had a bad coach. <laughs> if the, if he got coached into that, it's like he only absorbed por- parts of what the you should supposed not to be, be like. fired. You should be sent to jail. Like <laughs> that, that you are lying to people if you coach somebody into that swing. Uh, so all I'm saying is, but he is. We know we know what he's like. You know what I mean. It doesn't matter what he's talking about. You listen to him because it's fun. It's funny. It's all of that stuff. And and also particularly him as a golfer, him from being another sport to do the golf football deal, I think it's going to be great. So I can't wait for this. I think it's going to be fun. The one thing, the two, well, I guess two things that I am, though, not worried about, but the, the first match, the original match, was so great for two reasons. One, there was so much actual money on the line that it was taken very, very seriously. Right. And also because it was only the two of them, right. Phil and Tiger, the rivalry was front and center, and that was as much as anything, you know, for the nine million dollars that you wanted to win to beat the other guy. Whoever loses this is going to have the biggest built-in explanation as to why they lost this of anyone, and that is, well, I'm playing with a hundred and six scoring Tom Brady over here. How was I supposed to win? That's going to be the other fascinating part. Is what if Phil and Tiger are just Raining, they're just stroking, and Tom and Peyton are just terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what it, do you mean? What if? I mean, this feels like a pretty likely scenario. But nothing can wor- ruin a good round more than your partner playing terrible. Like, what if Phil and what if no. Phil and Tiger just get so mad at Tom and Peyton? I, I'm just so interested to see how they can keep it light. It's you're the me- only person I'm aware of who claims that they play different based on the person Are you they're playing me? with. We, just go out and play some golf. Just go hit the day. Yeah, ball. but when everybody's playing better, everybody's playing better. The pace is better. Everything's better. I when, s- when one guy's hacking and you're everybody's trying to like follow the rule or follow the etiquette and help them look, it does. It just kills everybody. I actually, I'm going, to, I, I was a little dismissive for the sake of fun. You, there is truth to what you're saying. I don't think that's going to be at play here, though. Qu- question, though, for okay. you. And I, that w- uh, first of all, I think it'd be more at play than you think because I think that Tiger Woods might have a straight meltdown if somebody's holding him back. He's never had anybody hold him back on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> he is not going to have a meltdown. He certainly has had people hold him back in Ryder Cups or whatever okay, it might be. Right, he, right, you know, right. It's for charity, and there's going to be real competition, but you know, at the end of the day... This this is ultimately v- not meaningful at all golf wise. Sure. So that you go, just let it. Social go. distancing question though. Yeah. Is there caddies? I don't know. I don't know what one the thing. This is one thing Sean Rainey and I yeah. were talking about. Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Sports Director. We were playing golf on Sunday, and he was saying that he thought when the P- if the PGA Tour comes back, initially it'll come back without caddies and without fans. Mm. The it's, bad it's for a, John it's, Daly. It's as my brother always says though. Rory McIlroy is great, but I'd love to see Rory McIlroy have to look for his ball for 10 minutes and be sweating so hard and then go up there and hit it. You don't ever have to look for your ball. You just go You just go hit it. It's not just like they just hit it down the middle every time. They don't. Like you said, though, John Daly, how many guys bank it off the crowd? 
And it's not nearly it's not nearly in the woods nearly as much as it would be though you know because right. like it hits the crowd and it just stops instead of rolling all the way in the middle of Timbuktu like we have to play out of so I know man if only we had crowds and spotters we'd be much better golfers but don't you feel like it does alleviate some of the uh, frustration when like when we play at the Coraline Resort which we're gonna give people more details on our right uh, upcoming stand play right now yeah I find it. So one of the things that makes me so mad is when you hit a drive or something that's a little bit errant, but it's in. You know it's in bounds. You just can't find the ball. And even if you do find it, you, and you're sitting there, you're walking back and forth. It messes with the way your eyes. I mean, it's it just it's going to impact the next shot. And I just wonder uh, if there's no caddy there, what impact it can it, it, it can have. It, it's a fair question for you and I to have. It will not impact Phil and Tiger. But that's the thing, though, is actually in terms of being errant off the tee, those guys are two of the most errant players we've ever seen. That's the true. brilliance of Phil and Tiger is the second it's shot. Recovery, they yeah. can hit the second shot onto the green. No, if they're on the fifth floor of the Empire State Building, they can yeah. do it. So yeah. that's the brilliance of those guys. I don't know. I, I'm just so interested to see. I'm not, I'm not talking about Phil and Tiger as much as if the PGA Tour comes back. I do think it will have a little bit of impact on the pace of play and things like that. Yeah. Well. Well. And and oh, if there's no caddies, pace of play goes way down. It, right. It has to. I mean, if you are they carrying their own clothes, okay, they're pushing it or whatever on a push cart as it might be. You know, that's going to be a whole different deal. It's two tell Nuanas, one hundred two nine ESPN Radio. We are going to do a wing at Wednesday next. So if you'd like to call. Get yourself some wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern. 361-3688 is the phone number. 361-3688, the phone number. And we will do some trivia with you right after this. But we want to take a moment to just let you know, again, the specifics of what we're going to do. Here's the deal. We are going to send uh, one lucky listener with a companion over to Coeur d'Alene, as we've talked about. We've done this every year for, I don't know, four or five years now. This has been a lot of fun to be able to do this, and we're going to do it again now. Uh, the uh, Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort is obviously the golf course is abiding by all of the regulations that the state of Idaho has put in place. As of right now, there are not caddies like there normally are. Uh, in fact, required uh, normally for uh, uh, the resort. But uh, they will... They, they still have it set up, and you're still golfing just like in the state of Montana. And what a spectacular course. If you haven't been, uh, absolutely you know, make it a bucket list item and get over there and do it. But uh, what we're going to do is give away a stay-and-play package, an overnight in the Coeur d'Alene Resort Hotel, and then a round of golf for two uh, at the golf course starting next Tuesday. Okay, right? It's Memorial Day weekend, not here on Monday. Tuesday, we are going to take your submissions. You just got to text in, okay, very simply, your best golf picture. We'll get you the phone number and everything like that on Tuesday. But the golf picture thing is as broad as you want it to be. It can be on, you know... Uh, I don't know if it's wildlife on a golf course, could be you on a golf course, could be somewhere else, could be, you know, at a, at an event that you went to, whatever it might be. I don't even have to be at a course. It could be anything, right? Your best golf-related picture, though, is what we are looking for, particularly because golf has been the one sort of recreational, organized recreational activity that has been allowed, you right. know, over the course of this last couple months. So I know that it's been something that uh, a lot of folks have been getting out there and trying to use that as their excuse to get outside and spend some time. Uh, so give us your best picture and then we're going to collect these pictures over the course of about a week and a half and then the following week we're going to narrow it down to four or five finalists something like that which we will post on our social medias uh, through Twitter through Facebook Instagram etc and uh, and we will select a winner ultimately with the best picture submission so it could be funny it can be poignant it can be cool it can be whatever it is or we're, uh, we're, that's that's the way that we're going to do it this year and then uh, you will have an opportunity to go over there uh, with a, with a friend and uh, and have a great great weekend. So we'll uh, we'll give you all the all the extended details on that as we get a little closer. But that's the way we're going to do. So co- start collecting. You start collecting now your golf pictures. And by the way, we wanted to do this on text. We are still in Montana, are we not? You know. There's not all that many Twitter users. There's not all that many. I mean, there, people are on social media, but not particularly. I don't know. They're like me. They don't. They don't really know. What do you mean? You post a picture to Instagram? I don't understand. So 
uh, we're just going to have you text it into uh, to our uh, our hotline, our number here, and that will come to us, and we will collect all those pictures uh, internally and then put them out uh, after that. So there you go. That's what we're going to do. It'll be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. It's time for Wing It Wednesday, 361-3688, 361-3688. Got some trivia questions for you with Desperado Wings on the line. Highest paid athletes. Think of that. That's what, we're, that's what we got? That's, my, that's okay. uh, my trivia. Highest paid athletes. Think of, think of the individuals that are the highest paid in each of their I professional think, sports. I, I think I got that. All right, we'll do a wing it Wednesday right after this. Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf. And nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right, golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. It has recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high-quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top of mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a thousand of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they're talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look on my life and realize there's nothing left because I've been blessed. I didn't know if we were going to get Coolio or Weird Al, you know? And then it's neither, right? I don't know. Hard to say. The uh, One of the great surprises I've ever experienced in my life involved Coolio. <laughs> Me and my best friends drove down to Denver for one of my boys' 21st birthdays. This is back in 2007. Spent our entire life savings on tickets to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers at Denver Nuggets game. This is LeBron year four when he first wow. took off to be. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, he had, he was already an all star, but this was when he was he went first team All NBA level. Yeah, and the Nuggets still had Allen Iverson, not washed out of Allen Iverson, but but in still in his prime Allen Iverson and no Carmelo. Well, right, but I mean, Allen Iverson took a step down. I get you. This was still thirty points per game, Allen Iverson, and then we also had Carmelo or Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony, excuse yeah. me. All three of those guys scored 30-plus points. But the surprise of the evening was when the halftime show was an impromptu performance by Coolio. Wow. And we all just loved Coolio anyways, and it was just like, blow your hair back. Man, we got to go to a Coolio concert and see LeBron in the same day. It's a pretty good 21st birthday right there. NBA <laughs> action at Coolio. It's Tutel and Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. At Gus Tutel, at 1029 ESPN, that's Colin Sports MT, your relevant Twitter handles. Uh, my, one of my boys on that trip just texted in from Portland on the West Coast. Thanks for listening out there. Shout out. AI had 37 that night, he remembers. Who won? I think the Nuggets won. Gotta have the Nuggets at home. Yeah, yeah. Gotta uh, win. That's an underrated home court advantage, man. That's oh, a man. sweet place, man. They go nuts there. Hey, Denver. Denver's a, Denver's a great sports town. Man. Denver's just a great town, man. I always love my, so, my talk, time in talk Denver. about that. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's do ourselves a little Wing It Wednesday trivia, shall we? Uh, we head to the phones. We welcome in Ethan to the show. Ethan, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great, Ethan. Appreciate you calling in here. Here's the deal, my friend. We got three questions for you. Coulter's questions about dollars, highest paid athletes uh, in uh, in sports. Oh, wow. So we will uh, ask you these three questions. If you get two of them, you got yourself a basket of wings for the best wings in the city of Missoula over at the Desperado Sports, Sports Tavern. If you uh, get okay. all three, you're going to get yourself a shirt. And if you need any help on any of these, I will be your lifeline, all right? Sounds good. Boy, some chicken wings really hit the spot. Tell me likey. Tell me want wingy. Ethan, don't talk over the wingy bumper, man. Don't talk <laughs> over it. Okay, what was your question, though? I didn't though? realize you were going to play it. I know. It's, 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 it's got it. We got to get that thing in there, though. That is a great. That's that's sure. maybe the best piece. That's maybe the best thing that Tommy's done. It, I'm it, so angry oh, that you yeah. pushed that button on <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, what's your question, Ethan? No, I, I was going to say, do I get extra credit if I answer Bruce Wayne? Ooh. Oh, that's right. Yesterday. Yesterday. He was hoping he was hoping for the uh well now you got one of Ryan's trivia questions <laughs> written for him because I know he hasn't written them yet. I have. So. I've you sent have. them to myself. It took me about ninety minutes to get three <laughs> trivia questions put together, <laughs> but I got it done. Oh, I I I uh you know, I love doing the trivia here, but I I'm bad at writing. It's the these worst questions. thing you're it's like the worst it's the biggest struggle for you of all yes. the things we have to do with this entire job. It's amazing. I don't understand how this is possible. There's there's a couple things I could do that other people can't do, and then there's a lot of things <laughs> I can't do that everyone else yeah, can, yeah. and this well, is one of those things. I hopefully these <laughs> trivia questions are not too hard. So Ethan, all right, here we go. Question Ethan, number one. Ethan, number one. This is, this is just based on this previous season's annual salary. So who's the highest paid player? In each of the three pro sports leagues, we'll start with the NBA. Who is the highest paid player in the NBA this previous now, this past season? This is just, just to clarify here for Ethan and for myself. We're not yeah. looking for the person with the biggest contract necessarily. No. We're talking about who got paid the most money this right. year. Right. This past year. This past year. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this okay. past season, which NBA player was paid the most money? Oh wow. Um man. Yeah, that's save your lifeline. You know. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say LeBron, but well, you you think about that one for a second. Yeah. We'll move on. We'll see how much Brian can help you with the other two because you do only have to get two here, and yeah. Ryan maybe can help you with one too. Sure, sure. So we'll, we'll move on to the NFL. Okay. Who, which NFL quarterback okay. is the highest paid player in the NFL? Oh, either Russell or Aaron, I think. Ah, yeah, let's go with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is, in fact, the highest-paid player in the NFL, and the reason he got it over Aaron Rodgers is because Aaron Rodgers actually, Aaron Rodgers' contract is one of the most unique contracts you'll ever see. He front-loaded not only his signing bonus, but his entire salary as well. So Aaron Rodgers got paid, I think, all but $8 million of $48 million before March. He got it all in the first third of the year when they're not even playing football. But because of that, then his annual salary was impacted, whereas Russell Wilson had a $35 million annual salary as well as a $35 million signing bonus. So Russell Wilson made more than any player in the history of professional sports in terms of one season salary plus bonuses. It's also known as the most recent person at quarterback to sign a new contract. That's true. That's That's true. That's the other part of that. All right, Ethan, you're one in. You got got one one down, one to go. You still have the NBA question lingering as well, Uh, and you still have a lifeline. So number three, which Major League Baseball player is the highest paid MLB superstar? Oh, gosh darn it. Um... I don't remember his name. All right, I need to use my lifeline. Okay. Well, I know he just got it like three hundred I mean, some million dollars. The, the, the biggest contract that is that exists is Mike Trout's contract, and yeah, that's that, right. that would have just been kicking in this year as the first year of that. And now, are we? I mean, is that what we're talking about? The year yeah, that still yeah. hasn't. Started oh, good yet? point. Right. I mean, I. I his contract is a hundred million more than Bryce Harper's, yeah, and I think is is roughly the same amount of years. I don't remember exactly. I know Harper's like thirteen years, yeah. and I think Mike Trout's is, Mike is Trout's roughly is a twelve is a twelve so, twelve year contract. But that's I mean his his so his annual salary has got to be significantly higher there. The only other thing I could think of is if somebody got some sort of like. $200 million contract. Well, we weren't paying attention. They got paid a quarter billion dollars for like eight years yeah, or seven yeah, years yeah. as opposed to the big one. But the obvious answer is Mike Trout. Ethan, would you like to accept That's, that answer? Yeah, I do because I think um, yeah, let's go with Mike Trout. Mike Trout, 12 years, $426 million. Jesus. Ten million more annually than Alice Rodriguez ever made. Think of that. I Consider wanna, that. I want to ask you a question about this after. Okay. 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 Four hundred twenty-six million. Uh, by the way, congratulations, Ethan. You got yourself wings to the desperado. Let's talk a little bit of basketball. Who do you think is the highest-paid NBA player here? Um, let's go with LeBron. It is either him or Durant. I don't think, say. But. Don't say who it is. Yet. It is actually not LeBron okay. or Kevin Durant. Okay. Okay. That Uh-oh. is Stephen Curry, then. 
I don't know who Stephen Curry is, but yes, I'll bet the man's Steph last Curry. name yes. is Curry, and that he is because because it's the super max, right? Like that's super the max deal. for staying at home. Yep. Neither LeBron uh, nor Kevin Durant were able to sign a super max because neither of them are the places that they were drafted. So Steph Curry is the he's the, the one, right? Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Hey. Congratulations. Oh, you got yourself yeah. wings, Ethan, to the Desperado. Give your information to Tommy there That's at the great. back, and we will get you set up, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. You Appreciate got it. it. Very well done. And way to retain Bruce Wayne. We said we were going to ask good, about man. that. That's, that's, that's dedication day in and day out right there by Ethan. That's good stuff. He remembers the uh, show better than I here's do. Here's what I wanted to ask you about, okay? Okay. The, the way I'm going to frame this is probably a bit leading, but... Truly, like, tell me if, if this, if you were Mike Trout or yeah. just you yourself, sure, could you be content never going to the postseason in your sport, making five hundred million dollars? Are you kidding me? Do you have any idea? Content, I would be playing baseball <laughs> every day for any amount of money. If see, my job was to play baseball, see, you have any idea I knew much this I'd is what baseball? you were going to say, but I, I just mean, don't I know, know that I, man. I, I hate on ba- I hate on baseball probably more than any talk radio show host in the entire country. But it's because I love it so much. I don't think you hate on it. What I, I'm just so conflicted by it, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I think that people listen to the show think of me as like a football guy. And that's definitely what I've built my career on is covering football and to a certain extent basketball too. But baseball is my favorite sport. I mean, baseball is absolutely my favorite sport to play. Is the sport I was the best at. It, baseball is my favorite sport. And so uh, if you could tell me I could play baseball for a job – for, I would do it for $5,000 a year, let alone for $500 million. I, I understand, but the rub is that you're this great player, like the consensus totally. best player of your generation totally. and one of supposedly totally. you know the best players of all time. Yeah. And I know that he's gone to the postseason, but I'm just saying he, he's never had any sort of postseason success. No. He's not anything like the star that he could be. And by the way, a lot of that is by his own choosing. Sure. And I actually respect Mike Trout for that. I like that about Mike Trout. But what I'm saying to you as a competitor – if you are the guy who's making all of that money and has all of that skill, and it's not even nobody's even blaming you for right. not doing, you know, you're, it's not like you're not carrying whatever load you're supposed to be carrying, and you're in an organization that cannot figure it out for the entire time. I mean, talk about Felix Hernandez, right? King Felix, I mean, wasted his entire career, Hall of Fame career in this in Seattle. Bless yeah. him. By the way, speaking of, Ryan Divish going to be on a show with us yeah. on Friday. It's Looking easy. forward to this. He uh, uh, writes, he's a Mariners beat writer uh, for the Seattle Times, uh, has Montana roots from Haver originally, so we'll talk to him. But but this, uh, I, I just think it would make you, like, would, don't talk to me about the house and the yacht and the cars and sure, the whole thing. Sure. You you are at home in October, and that's got to make you just insane. I, I, I totally agree. Uh, I also think that what more could Mike Trout do? I mean, he's already won three MVPs. No, it's not on nobody. This is the it's thing about every, baseball. No one blames Mike Trout, right, right? No, totally, totally, totally. And so I don't think it eats at his legacy whatsoever. No. But, no, I, I totally get with what you're saying. The other thing to consider, though, is this. Mike Trout won't even be 40 by the time he completes his 12-year contract. Right. There's a lot of baseball. I mean, no doubt. He might not even be in his prime yet. He's 27 years old. Yeah, I mean yeah. he he has incremental. He he was he was the he was the greatest defensive outfielder in the entire league day one. One of the best base running, one of the best base runners of anybody that's a middle of the lineup type of guy in the whole league day one. But he's now meshed the power with contact hitting with base stealing. I mean with defense, he he could he could his his potential he could go 50-50. Yeah, I mean, I he, mean, he went forty. He went forty-five, thirty-five last year. He could go fifty-fifty. That that, and I'm just saying that he he might not be at his peak, but also they haven't been able to figure it out yet. But they got twelve years to figure it out too. He also uh, has uh, this going for him. He hit the longest drive in the history of drives at Top Golf uh, one day with his buddies. So you can go look at that on the social. On medias. the Twitter, it's amazing. He might have hit it five hundred yards. <laughs> he hits it out of Top Golf. Might have. <laughs> Come on. You kidding me? What a rip. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, again, coming up top of the hour, looking forward to a conversation with the athletic director, the University of Montana, Kent Haslam. Next, though, we talk a little baseball at the state level, at the high school level in Montana, and kind of what's going on, a little asymmetry around the state. So we'll get to that. Hey, the weekend is here, and I'm so pumped to get out in the yard and pick up all of that dog poop. 
said no one ever. If accumulating dog waste has you feeling down in the dumps, call Montana Pooper Scoopers. Montana Pooper Scoopers offers one-time and weekly dog waste removal services for businesses and families at a price anyone can afford. Whether your job is whether you've got three Great Danes or just the one Chihuahua, Montana Pooper Scoopers is up for the job. Put the bag down. Visit MontanaPooperScoopers.com and enjoy your extra free time. Right now, mention this ad and get $25 off your initial service. Great deal. A job no one wants to do. MontanaPooperScoopers.com. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hi, great to be with all of you. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. I was once out strolling. It's time for our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmer State Bank. The Farmer State Bank is open for business. They have taken appropriate steps to protect your safety and that of their employees as well. Of course, you can always do your banking online, farmersebank.com. You can also Download the Farmers State Bank mobile app. Visit your app or play store to download today. Uh, Coulter, we know that uh, baseball got greenlit by the teams uh, within the state of Montana, that they were going to play uh, a, a statewide Legion season. Then Legion Baseball said, we are not going to have, quote, Legion Baseball anywhere in the country. And so the Montana team said, that's fine. We're still going to play. It's just going to be not Legion baseball. It's just going to be state of Montana high school baseball. And so that is what they're doing. Uh, And basically statewide, that is uh, uh, ready to go. In fact, the first game, the high school uh, season, is going to be tomorrow. Uh, it was scheduled, I think, for today. But rain, weather kind of rained it out. Well, it has been raining so much, and they just didn't want to have the the first game be on... You know, when it's it tear up the field the sure, first time, sure. it, it just seems kind of pointless. So, uh, anyway, that got moved to tomorrow. But the one exception to this is the city of Missoula, who is still uh, not allowing uh, the games to be played, the formal games to be played in the city of Missoula. And if that was to continue, obviously, then the Mavs would have to play a bunch of road games this season. And... I guess there's certainly a question of, well, if it's okay in Bozeman, Great Falls, you know, Billings, et cetera, around the state, why is it not being allowed at this time in Missoula? And I don't know that we have an answer to that necessarily. I do think with Phase 2 announced yesterday, Phase 2 of the reopening of the state of Montana uh, coming on June 1st, maybe that would be the time where, you know, they say that it's okay. But it is an interesting asymmetry where, you know, the other cities in the state of Montana are allowing uh, Legion Baseball or what was Legion Baseball to be played and even to some extent with some fans in the stadium a- as well but as of right now not in Missoula correct? Right and I, I was talking to um, Ryan Sharkey he's a former Mavs baseball player and guy that's really engaged in this and, and still supports the Mavs a lot and a guy that really wants to play some or really wants to watch some baseball he's been involved with the club baseball team in Montana University of Montana as well and we were just kind of having a back and forth like hey we want everybody to be safe too but it seems to me that specifically the city government in Missoula is regulating this stuff more heavily and more strictly. Okay, you can think whatever you want about that. It just seems to me, and Ryan was making the same point, that they're they're regulating the Mavs because the Mavs are a visible and organization. You know what I mean? Like it is a, a established team that has a schedule. So it's easy to say you guys can't participate. Whereas, you know, I was down at Fort Missoula on Mother's Day. Like it or hate it, there was dozens of people playing in a slow-pitch softball tournament. And I don't know if it was regulated by anybody. I don't know if they had umpires or if they were just playing pickup or whatever. But there was a lot of people playing. You know the parks? There's people playing in the parks. Mm -hmm. Basketball. We're golfing. People are at bars, restaurants. It seems like we have... 
at least taken a step towards going back to normal. But I just don't, I don't know. I guess, as we've talked about extensively, baseball seems to be the sport that caters to social distancing more right. than anything. It, it certainly does. And I mean, like, look, man. And, and, the, and the Mavs are not asking to break any of the rules. Like, the rules in Lewis and Clark County right now, where Steve Bullock lives, I mean, this is in Helena, the Capitol has baseball tonight, yeah. or I guess tomorrow now that they pushed it back a day, but they approved 435 fans to go, and then you can play. And I, I just think that if you're following the rules, I just don't know why the rules can't be the same for everybody. It just seems like the Mavs are not getting a fair shake. They should be able to play, too, if everybody else is able to play. Right. I mean, I, I think that's, you know, I think that's fair. I don't know what the, what the you know, basis for that decision or saying that, no, we're not going to do this in Missoula is. I wouldn't overlay it necessarily against what's happening at the park because, again, People are still, you know, we're supposed to be social distancing and doing that kind of thing. And if people aren't doing that, it's not really something that you can regulate, as, as we've talked about before. It's a matter of, you know, responsibility or the, the, the decision-making of the individuals or, in this case, the groups of individuals at play. Uh, and I guess, you know, this is something that we'll continue to try and look at and find out more about as we go. Uh, but as of right now, it's a bunch of road games for the Mavs. We'll see how that works out. And I don't know, I, I, would, I would guess that you know, in the maybe not-too-distant future, then then there's going to be uh, some home games for the Missoula Mavericks as well. Sutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. It's our prep extra segment. Again, it's brought to us by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank is open. They've taken precautions to keep both their customers and employees safe. You can still, of course, bank online, farmersebank.com. One final thought there, too. We will... Uh, you know, Ryan called me right before the show, and he said, please help us You know, just talk about this. But also, we'll have some people from the Mavs on as well, and American Legion, too, because I think that as the story continues to develop, um, I, I think that uh, it's going to be good for the state of Montana, first and foremost, to have some form of youth sports. But it would be interesting to get perspective from manager Brett Hathaway and other people that are involved in the Mavs organization as well. And also, is, is it going to be the only sport that is happening at any level in the, uh, in the country. The, the, Bar- there, the Barnett Memorial Tournament at the Missoula Country Club Golf Tournament okay. is a go for this weekend. Okay, everybody I'm, might I'm everybody like, might drown. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking about like a, a, a like a season sport in play. Right, you know right, what I mean. Right, yeah. I don't, I don't I mean, know. It, of, I, I don't know of another be. one. It might be. It might be. All right. Very good. Uh, hour number one in the books. Hour two straight ahead. Excited about this. Top of the hour. Right after this. The uh, athletic director, the University of Montana, Kent Haslam, going to join us. Obviously, plenty of stuff to talk about uh, regarding uh, uh, the pandemic and the opening of the Champion Center and the implementation of Phase 2. Plenty to get to with him, so we'll look forward to that conversation right after this. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 